All right, now, get ready. Coming to you live, it's time for morning coffee. We want you to get up and get your stretch on, get your groove on, get your move on. It's Monday morning. It's time to go live. Come on. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to all the Facebook folks, all the Twitter people, all y'all. Early, bus is early if you smoke weed, it's early. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, let's do this. Yes. We always start to show off with a stretch. I want you to get up and move around like nobody's watching. Take your money, make Yeah, Dick, how's your day? Yeah, you know. I'm just a groupie, man. I'm just a groupie. <laughs> I try to dress that up. Oh, you do. Doing way better than I am, man. I'm keeping it t-shirt friendly. But it's be cool and comfortable. Had the air on this morning. It's hot. Come on, y'all. Get your stretch on. Come on. Come on. Y'all don't know what it took to get me to be, be able to, to do that. <laughs> That's a workout, man. That represents progress. Progress. Everybody, good morning. Where's my clap? Good, good morning. Huh. Welcome to Morning Coffee. I know. I like you too. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Morning Coffee, the show that comes to you live, unscripted, across the world, across the nation, through all the social media platforms, and I am so happy to be here. I'm Mario Hemsley, here with my partner in crime, the 
the transcendent video switcher personality <laughs> system operator. Everybody, Victor Allen, give it up for my brother. Everybody going Yeah. Like, working all that. Switch the apps. I'm working five monitors. He's working on. Man. You need, you need some air? Yeah, I let it clap. <laughs> right. I could reach you. Right. You know, so welcome, everybody. Welcome to Morning Coffee. Uh, Got a lot of stuff to, to do today. We got a full show, full show today. Uh, first of all, I want to say happy, happy Gay Pride Day. Uh, yesterday was Gay Pride Day. And so there were demonstrations all around the world. And so uh, we were I'm so happy to, uh, to see that the movement continues. And we wanted to say uh, happy Gay Pride Day to all our, our family and friends of the LGBT community. New programs, you guys. We, we are so proud of the summer season underway. So there's a variety of things. For those of you who need the, you know, the, this type of format, we're here, we know, Monday, every Monday, 10 a.m., morning coffee. Uh, but Tuesday nights, The Quiet Storm at 8 p.m. And uh, this week it's uh, Return of the... Uh, Return... <laughs> I miss Return of Summer Sexy. There you go, man. Man, I, just you say, know, I wrote this stuff. Right, man, just say the return. It's a senior moment. Just call it Summer return, Returns. So, yeah. <laughs> I got some hot music for you guys. It's going to be good. This is coming up this uh, Tuesday night. Rasan Patterson, Gary Taylor, Michelle and Ocello, Robert Glasper, uh, and uh, Foreign Exchange, the featured artists for Tuesday night. So it's going to be hot. Return of Summer Sexy. Get dressed appropriately and join me at 8 p.m. on Tuesday night. Coming up on Friday, the return of the Friday Night Agenda. People were really liking it last week. We had the new format for Mario's Magic Mixtape where all the music is free. On Friday, 8 o'clock, I do the Magic Mixtape where all the music that I play, you can download right then and there and own it legally and share with your friends. It's all about the Creative Commons movement. And that's Fridays at 8. And that's followed up at 9 p.m. by the award-winning, I know because I, I gave it the award, the yeah. award-winning yeah. I, Victor, yeah. the Feature Mikos Challenge. And we had a wonderful uh, show this past week. Uh, it's up there now. Uh, we're getting everything together up there on the website. Maybe you can see the archive footage. It's there, the shows. You can go to packstereo.tv. Watch all of our show segments, but it was great, Vic. Mm-hmm. What we did last Friday, uh, I Victor, man, you changed up the format. Well, you know, you got to have room for the others that are, I guess you could say, wanting the challenge. I said it's always been about Miko's challenge and not Victor. It's just I Victor is just a deflection, but it's Miko's challenge. So, you, you, how do you open it up to have other people come here and? then challenge themselves to go with a, a scenario where they have no information and then just can bang it out right there on spot. So you have to open it up. But we'll never leave the core of iVictor. There's one or two places. The core, the core of iVictor and Miko's Challenge will stay, but it will expand to include others. And that's what you saw last week, which was wonderful. I want to give shout-outs to Jacita and Brandon. They had a blast, enjoyed all of it. They shared it. They had fun. They can't wait to come back. And you will see more characters coming on, either in character form, real form, or a combination of both. It's happening. Y'all see? 
independent internet television. I know you didn't know. I know. You didn't know. That's why we're here. We're here to let you know. Because remember, part of this revolution was that we were trying to get everyone out there to be more citizen journalists, do more broadcasting, and again, that's part of it. Hey, it's like day four of my new eating program. I'll be talking about it more in the future, but since it involves science and medicine, allow me to do my due diligence. I'm I'm studying, y'all. I am studying more than I have ever done the areas of nutrition, as especially as it relates to dealing with my issues of diabetes and stuff. So I'm, I'm studying this. And I'm day four of a new uh, eating program, and plus my weight is down more. I'm already sitting around at 199, sometimes 197, or between 197 and 201 or so. So I fluctuate a little bit. Anyway, but my weight is way down from my previous high, 216. <laughs> In fact, I posted on Facebook Brett. One of the Jasmine Taz pictures, Vic. I look bloated. <laughs> hey man, I'm like damn. Hey man, it bloated. all depends. It all depends, man. You know, we we're still in an age where uh, the acceptance of uh, what they call more meat <laughs> tends to be more acceptable now than thinning out, man. I'm just well. I'm just saying, with you as a health, <laughs> you're healthy. You can handle it. Right. Some people are handling it. Right. Shoot, I wouldn't handle it. Oh, yeah. All right, I gotta encourage you guys to also be more interact, be as interactive as you like. I want you to know we appreciate all the activity in the chat room. We appreciate all the folks writing us. You know, one thing about me, you could talk to me in public. Some of you love them, and you can message me if you want. But I'm just saying, don't feel, don't have any problem with in, with speaking to me in public on Facebook and those. Because remember, I'm using it different than you guys. I'm using all these things as an integrated platform to reach out to the world. See, if you look and say, what the hell's Mario doing? He's posting all day. Yeah, we are a network. We are networking. So there's stuff going up there, okay, you guys? Anyway, we're also going to invite some folks to start thinking about whether or not they would want to possibly be uh, regular extras. We're looking for people. We're going to be advertising this on the web, too, at the usual outlets, but... Uh, we're going to, we're looking at having some uh, party people extras. If you feel like being a party people kind of extra person, then uh, you could do that for here for us. Okay, got us also send Vic uh, wishes, best wishes out to Becca Inspires, who our good friend who had a health crisis. Yeah, is doing better now. Yeah, congratulations. Go ahead, come on back, Becca. Just come on back, full, full fully loaded. That's right. So you know. All right. So now. Also, you guys, just want to give you an update of what Vic and I have been doing so much social media. You already are experiencing it if you're watching us on Facebook Live. If you noticed, our broadcast is not the regular broadcast that you see coming from the phone. Because we have the the ultimate Facebook integration here at Paxdale TV. And so uh, what you're seeing is our live broadcast as it goes out all over the world, including live stream, Ustream. Twitter Periscope, you're seeing it here, too. So, uh, again, this is all going out. This is the way we broadcast and the way you can see us. So, there you go. Now, for those Facebook people, I want to let you know that we have, uh, we have uh, to do a reset before we do, between our segments before we do news and those things. But before that, we have a few things to do. <laughs> 
Are you ready? I got to break out my tools. Where's my Where's my audio? Okay. I got to break out my tools. Here we go. I'm breaking out my magic looking glass. The magic looking glass allows me to see your ass. <laughs> the magic <laughs> The magic looking glass. I'm looking out there, and y'all some nasty folks, but that's okay. Oh, oh, Audrey Celeste Parrish, Nicola and Donna, Harry Mandel. What's happening, Harry? Christina Gidry, I see you. Tony Belair, like brother from the old days. I see y'all. Marvin and Kristen Speller, Sandra Vaughn, Sarah Lynn, hey, Mark Bradford, Tira Doom. Melanie Felton, hello Mel, Jose Venegas, super fan, Carol Ann Taylor, my co-worker, what's happening Carol, Bobby Carson, <laughs> what can I say, another from, from a bunch of my, deeply ingrained in our past, Marvin Smitty Smith, and more, I can see T-Star, had to reset my, look, sometimes Black right. right. <laughs> T Star, Tashika Johnson, Vita Falconer, there's a net dry. What's happening, baby? Bobby Scholl, Andrea Morris, Mark Bradford, oh, Eric Griffin, DeVore Griffin, Aziel, y'all. It's a magic mixtape. Yeah. Oh, turn it off. Turn it off. All right, uh, let's see. So every week I get a chance to do a photo and a slideshow, and I love it. Vic takes pictures, and whatever Vic's in the picture is either Miko or me taking that picture. More often than not, Miko. But we have a number of photos that we generate, and I had the pleasure of turning them into a slideshow animation. Take a look this week's. This is the latest. I just did it. And we'll be right back.
Yeah, this week's slideshow animation. Wow, covering pictures from Dick's birthday party, also the season premiere stuff. Wow. Okay, you guys, uh, I told you part of the wonderful Facebook integration we have here, and we have some of the best, is that we have to we reset and we separate our show out into segments. Coming up is next is a news segment. And so what I do is we do a transition. Let me get my spell. Get my, we do a transition. And so for all the Facebook people, you're going to have to refresh your page, and then we're going to come back for part two, which consists of schmooze, news, and marijuana for dummies. That's coming up right now. Here we go. Disconnecting Facebook. Did I hear my name? What? What? what, 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 what somebody called my name. <laughs> hey, look. Man, I got to give it to you, man. I think you got a new woman, man, because you've been wearing clothes lately. And they say when a man starts dressing up, must be a new woman in your life. Now, I know I'm complicating the issue because you're trying to navigate stuff, but I figure you're a multitasker. And I think there's some women on the other side shaking their head. You're damn right I'm in his life. And uh, right now it's a secret. So 
As I see more clothes coming into the filter of your closetary. Notice I came up with a new word, closetary. <laughs> yeah. Just remind everybody the impact of the female on your style and grace, my brother. It is. It's nice to get that attention. I think it's the hair. No, I'm serious, you guys. Okay, I had a, I had a nurse I worked with one time who who was blonde, and she you know she wasn't a natural blonde. And we were talking when I and she said, uh, "How would you know that?" She told me, nasty. <laughs> anyway, she said, "Doctor Hemsley, you know I I I was I'm a brunette, but." Well, I tried be going blonde, and people treat you so differently, you would never believe it. I said, really? She said, oh, you would never believe it. When I'm blonde, people treat me totally different. And I tried to go back, but I couldn't deal with how they treated me differently, so I went back to blonde. Well, I can tell you, people treat me differently with the long hair. They do. Okay. They do. And okay. different people treat you differently. Yeah, I- Even white folks seem like they seem to think, oh, who this is Spiritual brothers, <laughs> you can tell people look at you trying to figure you out. Like, hmm, he looks different. Who is he? Right. Well, see, I like that. Okay. You know, the sisters are looking at me like, hmm, who is he? You know, he was some of the young ones. So I kind of like it. I saw this, the hair is a good thing. Plus, y'all know you shallow people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shallow works, man. All right, come on. We got to do something. Are you ready for some news, ladies and gentlemen? It's that time, the time you've been waiting for. Yes, I know. It's time for the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. All right, welcome everybody to the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Not necessarily in that order. (laughs) Let me tell you a bunch of stuff going on. First of all. I had to tell you guys about this. Near record, world record for heat. Believe it or not, there's a city in Iran that had 165 degree. What? That you could cook food. That's like... <laughs> what? A city in Iran. Oh, that's scary. 165 degrees. But there's no global. And that's not even the world record. But that's not global warming, right? That's just hot. Global <laughs> hot, right? Okay. I, I tell you what. You All know right. what? If you don't have air, how do you survive? That's so terrible. And I thought I was in Palm Springs one time, and it was like 110, and I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I was I mean, actually thinking, if you don't get to shelter, you will die. Yeah, absolutely. Oxygen goes out the door, man. So let's give it up for a <laughs> Whatever the city was, I don't know, oh, but man. they probably don't have to give the name because they won't be there long. I man. I guess they survived this long. Okay. Interesting conversation that came up, Vic, about the percentages of LBGTQ, lesbians, gays, bisexual, transgender, in our population. Okay. And so uh, it came up. And because it came up as a conversation item, I decided, I, you know, I report. I went to go look. Right. I told people, I said, I have in my mind an idea of what the statistics have said. Okay. Okay. But uh, but I I wanted to go look it up. So because people were curious, and you know, and you know, I can understand. Um, as much green is acting weird. Okay. Uh, I can understand why people were curious because. Uh, 
They didn't know. And here's the thing I want to tell you. When you look at these kind of statistics, the first thing you got to recognize is that it's always the best available information. Okay? It's always the best available information. It's not, it can't be totally exact. For example, all the studies are based on people self-reporting. Right. So you get very you get some variety from country to country and it's a it's a fairly significant variety. Like you may get a whole ten percentage point difference, which is a lot when you're talking about the number of gays in society. Right. So first of all, it has to do with how people self report. When they ask you in a survey and they tell you it's an anonymous survey. Okay? Right. But still remember it, in, 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 in our society, it's kind of been shown people are less willing to even say things anonymously. Right. And the other thing to consider is <clears throat> their own definitions of gay. True. Because everybody doesn't have the same definition of gay. Right. For example, most of the studies seem to indicate between a 2 to 4% but my impression had always been higher. But what they showed said was that when you start including people who have sex with someone who's of the same sex, right, or who desire to have sex with someone of the same sex, that's about ten percent, which mm-hmm. is a little higher than what I would have guessed, but just around ten percent. Gotcha. Now remember, in the medical world, that doesn't define you as gay. <laughs> See, you have to understand that. So people need to understand they're going to look at this. Why? Because it has to do with how you self-identify. See, see what I'm saying? That's why the surveys can only be so accurate. You, they're asking you. They're, they don't define it for you. Right. Like they don't say, well, let me define gay. That make it too complex. They have to keep it a standardized question. Probably, do you consider yourself gay, bisexual? Right. See, they're going to have to do some standardized thing. But notice that that means different things to different people. So that's the question with, with the data out there. So, they, I mean, roughly. And let me tell you, you can debate this because it's all debatable. Okay? You know, and, and varying fairly significantly from country to country. Okay? Which, is it easier to to define, to define it as what category fits that I'm not just heterosexual. Would that help people understand? I don't know if anything's going to help people understand. <laughs> I mean, just, I'm just saying. Because, it, because part of the issue is any kind of a study of any of these kinds of things didn't even begin to the 50s with Masters and Johnson. Okay. And then it blossomed in the 60s. So this right. is still relatively new. They just were beginning. That's when they discovered women didn't have orgasms right. a bunch of the time. When they finally asked, <laughs> right. Absolutely. they found out things. So, just so you know. Now, the reason why people want to look at this stuff, I think, is because there's always a discussion of whether or not people are born gay. I can only tell you my impressions as a pediatrician 30-plus years. It is my distinct impression that gender and this what and what we appear to see sometimes is very different at very young ages. I have seen some very masculine young ladies 
And I see some very feminine young men, and believe me, there's a bunch of them that we're thinking, we're looking at them at 8 and 9 thinking, you're going to be very confused when you turn 12, 13. Mm-hmm. And, and let me tell you, the ability, people say, Mar, you can't. So I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And that led to another discussion where I showed studies that said, actually, your ability to identify folks as gay Mm-hmm. is actually pretty high. Now, understand what that means. You can't. There are a bunch of gay folks that don't fit the, what we, we call the phenotype. That's not what it's saying. And you ought to read the studies and look at what they say, because there's a bunch of them, okay? There's, there's very good data on this, so you can go read the studies and get your own opinion. But I was just saying, they were showing that you generally can make an identification within milliseconds, which is interesting. All this around the gay discussion, we put it up there because, for me, it's about the whole philosophy of promoting acceptance. And the fact that I personally had made a pledge to to stand up more on this issue, to personally stand up on more. And I've been publicly saying that when it comes to people, our friends and family, in the LGBTQ community, it's not enough to support them silently. We need to be vocal and public with our love and support. Just like black folks wanted for the things they did when they were making their move. Right. Absolutely. Everybody wants that public support. It's not enough to support it quietly. Okay. Well, you want to see more? I posted some stuff on Facebook. I was actually looking at it, Vic. And I posted the, the best available data. Right. And they quote their sources. You guys, there's not, just understand, they don't know a lot of things, but look at what they have and what they say. The issue is what conclusions you draw from this. It is better to have information than to have none at all, whether it's as accurate as it could possibly be. So the idea that there's a discussion of different individuals and groups, to me, is the part of acceptance. You know, at one time, you know, you only looked at fitting a category of what they would call heterosexual in this current society. And then you went to the subgroups of who you, your culture, where you lived, everything else came into play. And then now you have a lot of what they call individualism, which to me uh, always existed. So I'm wondering why people have a hard time well, with because, accepting well, that there's somebody not like them. Well, that's because you have to accept that it's natural see, yeah. as opposed to unnatural. In other words, if you have 10% of the population right. doing a, being born a certain way, you would tend to have to accept that it's natural. I, and Vic, I found the part that I wanted to quote. So the, the Williams Institute report, which is... One of the more, well, and it's for a while. Remember, they haven't been doing this stuff since, you know, really. I think the Williams, I don't know when they actually started, but they do the reports on sex and other things. Right. They stated that 8.2% of Americans reported that they had engaged in same-sex sexual behavior, and 11% reported same-sex attraction. Now, to you, that might be gay or bi or something. Right. But that doesn't. But see, that's why you need to you look at the reports because they're not defining it thusly. Okay, that's true. So, but that, but my my own opinion was that somewhere under ten percent is what I was expecting. Okay, right. To be non-heterosexual, 
Uh, okay, let's say that. Yeah. And on a personal level, they don't deal with the questions the way I would, Vic. And this is a big one. In my lifetime, for whatever reason, I'm one of those men that I've I've attracted a bunch of. Maybe I think I had a bunch of bisexual girlfriends. And what's amazing is that other people didn't have the same. But I also had girlfriends that didn't have orgasms with. And why did I know? Because they told me. Because <laughs> I was a communicative person. Right. And I talked to my my loved ones. And so they told me things. So my experiences, you know, when I would bring up stuff like, do you know you guys do? Oh, your girl. Oh, my girlfriends come every time. I said, oh, yeah, you Tarzan. And I said, well, I, I find sort of like what they reported, 25 to 30% right. of the women I know don't. Right. Have an orgasm with a penis in them, and all my friends are like, "Well, my girls every time, every time." Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> that's how men are. <laughs> I think the better question is, Mario: Did did you sit in the chair and ask them why you? Well, that's another story. <laughs> you see, you want to give it. You want to. You want to tickle us with. Well, yeah, because but, well, the point being was that. What was gay? Because that was the point, though. Because I I knew women that liked having sex with women, right? But they didn't fall in love with them and have them as girlfriends. I understand that, man. Okay. Yeah. Then I had a couple of them that fell in love mm-hmm. with women and had girlfriends. It was just like, you know. <laughs> so they don't ask those kind of questions in the surveys. They don't really deal with it. And the other, they, it has to do with how they have to standardize those questions. Anyway, I invite you to go take a look. It's a good read. Okay, just how gay are we? Go to I, I posted some stuff on Facebook. I'll be putting some stuff up along with this broadcast. Uh, I got the demographics for what it's worth. Okay, for what yeah. it's worth. Yeah. Okay. Now that's one other point. We're gonna because I'm not gonna. You know, I might even short. Listen, check this out. Is a recent shooting that occurred in Arlington at the baseball practice. Was that the tipping point? It's interesting because in our times, there are always events that are what I call the tipping point. They shift the issue. It's like Magic Johnson coming out that he's HIV positive. Okay, I thought the Sunnybrook, you know, Massacre would have been it. But the question is this the tipping point? Because now your senators and Congress people are wanting protection. <laughs> hmm. Is that the tipping point on gun control? I hate to, and people, I, and let me say, I say it like that, and there are people who say it in way, 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 ways that are so much uglier. <laughs> about, about the irony. You know, I'm not going around wishing hate, that's a lot of negative energy. So I'm definitely not wishing that on anybody. But people are out there saying, you know, what goes around comes around. If Sandy Brook didn't do the tipping point when he dealt with children. I, I, I thought that would, was the tipping it, point. It, this would be, this would prove the point of how political it is if the movement is launched from here. That would prove where the importance of the individual lies. If they're a politician then we need to do something about it. But Sandy Brook is where, to me, if it didn't start there, I was going, what will it take? 
So I'm not wishing anything the same way on you. It's not about preference. It's the idea that where do you get the launching point? It should have been launched a long time ago, but. And so it is. Yeah. So, and I guess that's part of it, too, noticing what is and what isn't, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> let's see. We'll see. Was that the tipping point? But certainly there are folks that are suggesting it. And who knows? Who knows? All right. Other things, I'm pulling it up right now. Tech giants, you guys, they're investing. I told you I, I was trying to get it last time. They will stop playing, damn it. <laughs> Stay still. That's what you get, man. Jeez. That's what you okay, get. Okay, these visual aids, I don't know what's with the aids. Here, this one. This, these, they, okay, smart lenses. We don't need that audio. That's some bunk audio. They get, okay, look at this. Smart lenses, you guys. Contact lenses. Just a blink of an eye. Putting them between two. This is from Mashable. I love Pete Cashmore. Thank you, brother. This is what they're working on, a bunch of them. Hmm. Samsung, Google, Sony, all of them. Digital contact lenses are coming. Remember I told you. So I can have sex and watch you. <laughs> Here you see, there you go. See all the freaks. There you go. Yeah, they're going to be filming you with their contact lenses now. I see a security problem already. Yeah, already, right? Oh, help us. Amazing. I would use a correlation, but I'm not going to do that. They also have them that'll check your blood sugar, in a sense, because they can correlate it to tears. Oh, so okay. for people who have diabetes, that's the one I wanted, Victor. You oh, yeah. put on the contact lens, and it would check it. I, you wouldn't have to poke your finger. Right. Even though I got that down now. Yeah. Nice, All right. man. All right. So remember that Google lens. Man. Nice. Nice. Oh, they're going to be using all this stuff. Thank you to Mashable. That's one of the sources that I use to get some of my news and information. Mm. Okay. That done? Oh, no. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> all right. Now, weekly Trump disaster, you guys. Today, and I didn't have enough because it just was released this morning that the Supreme Court was going to allow some aspects of the travel ban, but it would allow for the students and other workers to do their thing, from what I'm understanding. I haven't had time to review the stuff. What I'm understanding, but the casual traveler with no specific connection would be banned. That's my understanding. But that students on a visa or whatever, or employees of different companies, that they would be able. So that's, the, that's what's happening today, as far as I know this morning. Hmm. Now, I reposted my predictions because, remember, I, I predicted that within 120 days that the process would be starting. And I predicted, I put out, we published my predictions on the 22nd of May. I reposted that on Facebook because I'm the one who predicted the president impeached 12 to 18 of his staff indicted and jail time for Jared Kushner. So we're going to see what's happening because I predicted that there... I also used the term, and you can attribute it to me, orgy of evidence. That there will be evidence going back even before the campaign because they were already tipping the wires because of their communications with the Russians over finance issues. Right. That the investigation actually of them started way back then. Right. Okay? So that's Mario Hemsley's prediction. So the weekly Trump disaster update is that we want the president 
to be confident. <laughs> you want him comfortable and confident. He's not really confident. He's nervous as shit. But that's enough. You really want to try to cool him. Just keep, it's okay. We don't know nothing, master. It doesn't, it's all right. It's a good day. The sun comes out tomorrow. Okay. So you want the president confident. Have a few little victories. You know, all that, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Because the Republicans are going to pay for this too. Oh, the Republicans man. are going to pay for this because there's a backlash. But the amazing thing that I want you to understand is how the Democrats have not been able to take advantage of any of that. Do you understand what's happening? Everybody hates Trump, but the Democrats cannot take advantage of that at all. Slow. Okay, because it's the same issue to me. Like they say, if it's a left wing and the right wing, ain't it on the same bird? Yeah. I suggest people think independent. But anyway, that's another whole story, because, you know, especially with black folks, when you say leave Democratic Party, they want to start... You know, burning you in effigy. <laughs> Come on, I'm saying. Why does uh, why so, why do everybody think uh, that against one side means you're for the other side? Why do they always think that? That if you go against this side, whatever the faction is, if it's Republican or Democrat, you must be for the other side. Well, there you go. There's no individual no. choice. And, and maybe you can change. Uh, that's the other thing. People, you know, we, you know what? They give you the impression that you can't change your mind. Right. <laughs> and that you, and you and, uh, certainly don't admit it. Oh, come on, you guys. We should be able to change our minds, say, admit it, say we are waffling. Some days, isn't it true that on different issues you feel one way on one day of the week and another way on a different day of the week? Sometimes it's a different time of day. Yep. That's just human nature. It's the truth. So, you know, don't feel compelled to be a machine. You don't need to be a machine. Yeah. Anyway, but that's this week. That's like we where is it? Oh, wait. Oh, I don't have the audio up. Man. That's all right, man. Everybody, it's the good news. The bad news. And the other. The other. The other. The other shit. Okay, remember we use free music on the show. And I... Pulled up a free music piece from that I wrote years ago for the Bush, <laughs> for the Bush administration, but it but it seems to fit today. Here's an original track uh, that I did uh, featuring Irvin Foster and myself on the production, playing it. It's called "Don't You Lie." Irvin and I did this featuring Paul Russo on sax. This is the Hemsley Foster Project. We'll be right back. Indigo Shoon on vocals. Remain discreet. Don't you lie to me. I have your 
Dizzy Foster Project. That's right. Recorded right here in this studio. I mixed it. Irvin and I wrote it, produced it as Paul Russo on sax, Madam Indica O'Shun on lead vocals. Wow. That's us. All right, you guys. It's time! It's time! Very wonderful, Debbie! Welcome to Mario's Marijuana for Dummies. Of course, 
Every week the question is whether I am smoking. And I tell you, because in the morning I'm up busy. I have stuff to do. So I always have a sativa in the morning because it has less, just so you guys know, in general, the indicas have more of a physical effect. Like they say, if you really want to be pinned to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Okay, did I, is the graphic getting you versus, you know, having a nice buzz and being able to do what you have to do. So a nice sativa, of which Super Jack is one of the ones that people really know, a nice sativa, if you're going to smoke, and try the difference and see. The problem with indica is you get up and have some of that, you probably can go back to bed. <laughs> which indica are you talking about? Any, any of them. No, no. The one that was singing? <laughs> oh, this one. Oh, that's right. She's like, that's so cool. That's so cool. I didn't do that at the cut. <laughs> I buzzed anyway. Yeah, but that's the whole point. I start the day because I have to be productive. I have to be productive. So a sativa in the morning is nice and relaxing, calms, especially if you can sit outside in the sun. And do, you know, sit outside in the sun. It's, remember, it's better for you to try to get outside in the sun unless, you know, cover, get your sunscreen, not direct sun, but get outside, shit. You know, everything's got drawbacks. Get outside. Right. Breathe outside air. And have your, if you can do that, have your sativa. I like to get my coffee. And I even posted this morning, I had that. So, you know, that's what I'm having. And I suggest like a super jack. So as I told you guys, it's amazing that the stock investors are still nervous because, you know, one thing about Trump and AG Sessions, they've hinted at certain things, but, you know, they tend to talk, talk, talk. We know that. And so the question is how much to believe it. Let's put it like this. I'm tending to bet with the money people, okay? (laughs) And the money people are all investing (laughs) in marijuana. Right. There's ads all the time up for marijuana penny stocks. All this stuff. Everybody wants... I know people in law enforcement that want to invest in marijuana. <laughs> yeah. You know what I found out, man? It was an easy excuse to sit back and have people find the blame on, well, it's an urban culture, sports jocks, people in music, blame them. Why, you know, they're all on dope and everything. And then when the business model comes out, you notice mostly it's the other side. Oh, totally. That actually takes advantage of it. So it's the distribution syndication. I said, so... What are they now? Smart business owners or soon to be? So it, it kind of reminds me of the two-step. How do you feel about the same people you were blaming who are utilizing it? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't legal then. I said, oh, so that's the difference. So now that is legal, will you now adopt a policy that now that they're getting involved in that? That they're, they're the smart-ass motherfuckers right now. Oh, excuse me for saying that. I didn't mean to use that because I may be. Smoking too much. All right, man. There you go. Well, they hit the nail on the head. And all of that is in there because that has everything to do, right, with the changing attitudes. Yeah. Right? I mean, people, I've heard people say it up in Oakland. They said, here's the corner where people got busted for years on hyped up, trumped up, you know, drug charges. And now they got a dispensary. Right. You know, in some ways, okay. But I'm invest. there's too much money in it. Uh, I think worldwide the attitude is changing so that the vacation spots are feeling pressure. Right. But let's put it like this. Let's talk about how sometimes marijuana doesn't have the effect that you think. Let me give you an example. We recently had Vic's birthday celebration. And it's, we're putting stuff up, right? right? You can watch parts of it online. But the point is I was smoking 
throughout that, okay? Mm-hmm. Throughout that, mm-hmm. outside, the issue I'm making is that it in no way took the center place in that sec- in that celebration at no. all. It was almost like it was, it was the- there, but it's no, it was no different than having the wine and the champagne. They were focusing on the cake. They were fo- exactly. So my point is that sometimes it's interesting how natural the marijuana smokers are sitting over there smoking. And, and everybody else was floating around. Right. I was supplying it to everybody because it's free. <laughs> they over age. I'm legally allowed to, allowed to supply you with marijuana. I can't sell it to you. <laughs> so, you know, but I wanted to make that point because it doesn't have to take over. True. Uh, and we're good examples of when it doesn't. I mean, in other words, what I'm talking about is re- enjoying it in a pleasurable way. In a way that, you know, people would not think. They want to think well, everybody's a big dope head. That's part of the reason why I wanted to come out that I smoked to do this show. So they needed to know people who are not. I'm very productive, okay? And I smoke a bunch of weed. And I'm, I I outwork 99% out there, okay? Okay, I'm saying. Don't even try me. Okay? Well, there, there is a societal thing called defect uh, or deflect and blame. It's easy, man. All I have to do is have an opinion about you. And if I have a voice and I can have people actually believe it with very little information, am I not impacting their decisions about you, Mario? There was a time when they thought you were Uncle, Uncle Remus. You disproved they that. They did. <laughs> you just called Uncle Remus. Some of y'all right now Googling Uncle Remus. Who's Uncle, who's Uncle Remus? I know him. Right. See? See? Where's my time? Easy, man. Society is very gullible, man. Very gullible. Well. Speaking of society, you now have marijuana edibles everywhere and a new Massachusetts pot dispensary selling marijuana pizza. There we go. That's right. Culinary Delights, Uh, Quincy-based Ermont, has been selling cannabis-infused pizza for some time now and getting rave reviews. Director of Operations Seth Jaffe says the company has a whole range of marijuana edibles and that he wanted to offer meals that people could eat without a lot of sugar. A six <laughs> a six inch pizza sells for thirty eight dollars. That's that's like okay, wow. Okay. Okay. The tomato sauce contains one hundred twenty five milligrams of THC, you know the psychoactive component, right? And marahucci. They sold a number of pizzas already. Well, you know, I I haven't tried the pizza, but. Lately, I've had, they got a lot of chocolate because the nature of THC is that it's going to be soluble in those okay. types of things. Some things it's more easily, this I can't get back out to my organic chemistry, right. but it's more soluble in some things, even though I'm always cautious about heating it because I wonder how that's going to make, whether that's going to cause changes in it, but who knows. Right, right. But obviously, people can adjust things and not know and whatever. Oh, by the way. I know you've been enjoying that lovely drink in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, man. I know it got a little lace on it. Okay. I know <laughs> I that. Saying, you I know. alcohol in it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, you, know you know who caught it? Miko. <laughs> she, you had, this would have been a perfect reality moment. She said, is, is this, is this, this the same drink? I said, do you feel good? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like one time to an uh, unnamed former girlfriend of mine. Ate a bag of marijuana caramel right. corn because I left it out. Right. She ate the whole bag. <laughs> right. I, she was, I came in, she was knocked out. I, I don't feel, I right. don't feel. Right. You ate the whole bag. Right. Like five. 
Okay, all right. Anyway, so they got pizza. Okay? Now, what's the other thing? Oh, you know, now that people are really petitioning to having their records expunged Hmm. in California. So that's still a big effort, and I still don't have any more news about anything different. But just that people are going after, they're lining up. They're supposed to be, you know, publishing... The government has to set up a work through, right. kinda, and then they got to tell people to go do it. But you supposedly can't petition. Oh, shut up! <laughs> can't even show you guys the ads because hmm. all the ads. <laughs> but anyway, California I'm about to say are going up in smoke. They said thousands of pot convictions. Okay, hmm. and. Because this was a lesser-known provision of Proposition 64, and it allows for some felonies to be reduced to misdemeanors and some records to be wiped clean. Right. And I don't even know the difference. But I know that more news is going to be coming up. I'm keeping an eye out, okay, for it to let you know what's happening for those of you who have marijuana convictions or arrests, those kinds of things, and see what we can do to get your record clean. All right, everybody. Oh, what happened? Oops. All right, that's it. Marijuana for Daddy! Daddy! Oh, woke up. All right, you guys. Now we're going to be coming back in just a minute with some sports, and you know we have to reset. Mm-hmm. We have to reset. So give me that. Everybody on Facebook, you're going to have to reset your stuff because we're going to be coming back with the sports. Here's a go. I give myself 60 seconds. Go, Mario, go. There you go, man. Go, Mario, go. Go, Mario, go. Go, Mario, go. I'm cutting, I'm pacing. I'm, I'm squeezing, I'm breathing. Ready for that sports? Making that Facebook transition. Oh, looks like I'm done early. I'm bad like that. That can't be a problem. It's up here. It's verifying that Facebook. Looks like we successfully made the transition. I know. We su- I said successfully. Prove <laughs> that. Are you ready for some sports? Oh! That's right, it's time for Picture new new sports. His unique urban fan based view of sports, written and directed, produced by Victor Allen. It's a recurring segment. That's right, here he is, the man that the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Rub his head and make a wish. Put on your jack strap, your sports bra. It's time for sports! Yeah! Sports! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do a lot of yelling, man. Gotta get that breath. Yeah. Yeah, man. All day. Now that we're rested, man, and you did your thing, um, 
give me an idea. The the response for the the uh, marijuana for dummies is it really, you know, getting people smarter, or is that just an illusion? I don't know if it's getting people smarter, but people seem to be watching. Okay. All the segments more. Okay. <laughs> all of them. I mean, all of them really more. I think it's the Facebook integration that they're liking because we put that effort. And we have the first-rate Facebook integration, the type you don't really see right. coming from the average. And that's because we're broadcasting out of this badass facility <laughs> not far from the ghetto, like we say. We may not be in the ghetto, but we can see the fence. Yeah. And you get to come here. So. True that. True that. But they do like it, but they are liking Vic. Your flavor, and that's sports. There we go. Okay, anything for the dream. All right, man. I'm, I'm going to start off with a couple of subjects here but because they're not going to follow the trend that's happening over the weekend as much as you thought, man. And I just want to find out, Mario, name what sporting event you watched first. Just I don't care what it is because if you're not in tune, who do I talk to? I can't just talk to the camera, man. It's a hard time of year, Vic. This is like the – okay. Okay, I know everybody has to feel that way because if you love baseball, maybe you're happy. But let's just say you're like the majority of black America. <laughs> you don't give a shit about baseball. Right. This is a kind of a bad time of year. But when it comes to sports, you're watching college track. You're watching NCAA women's oh, softball. So wait a minute. Believe it not. Hold on. Let me... I, I don't mind the women's softball. I'm going to rescue you for a second. Okay. Who, who would be the heavier users of social media when you say college? College. So what are they watching? Pornhub. No, they're not, man. Okay. No, they're not. So you need to actually go, well, wait a minute. Let me embrace, you know, that these are the ones who are setting the trends and utilizing it in such a way. It's just wonderful. Look, are we not watching commercials where they sit back and say, look, hold your phones up and stream at everything that you're doing. They got to, they said, hey, you know, weddings, everything. So this is our way of saying we're streaming everything we're doing. We're not saying that we're the ultimate professionals and know it all. So I talk sports because I just like talking. I never said that I'm one of those that you see in the traditional media. With that being said, NBA players, it's a wrap. I had to start off with this, Mario, because I want to see your knowledge curve when it comes to ranking the best NBA players who are rappers. And I'm, I'm going to say this. There's a source that's ranked them, but I'm going to see if you're good enough to select from the names I provided. Okay. Who you think has, and even if you haven't heard them, just the, just the idea that their name okay. hits you. Okay. So I did put up what I call a holding picture, Meta World Peace. Now, Mario, I got 10 players here. You want to read the names? You want to go down and read the names? I'll let you read the names of who is on this list. Because next week, just so you know, I'm bringing the bottom half of the 10 worst. From top to bottom, Kevin Durant from the Golden State Warriors. Lewis Williams from the Houston Rockets. Lou Williams. Lance Stevenson, really, from the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> See, there you go. Joe Smith. He's retired. been here. He's been here. Yeah, Meta World Peace, mm -hmm. L.A. Lakers, Stephen Jackson, retired. Chris Webber, retired. Iman Schumpert, Cleveland Cavaliers. Damian Lillard, that's my pick, Portland Trailblazers. Shaquille O'Neal, retired, number two. Damian Lillard is the man. He blows. <laughs> Yo, he blows, right? Yeah, he blows. Right, right, now, but now, now, let me just say this. There's ten here. You gave us the ten. 
No, you gave us the tip. Well, well, I'm just saying for the people who heard it, you know, I just put the display at the website. And I'm saying this. There's some names in here I didn't know that was rapping. I bust me too. So I'm going to tell you my first one who I'm blown away with. I just. Coming down the list. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, for me, it's just the name and associating. When they said Kevin Durant. I had to stop, man. I just had to because he's so kind of. He barely talks that much. <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with and it. And he's though. so his personality. So man, I like I like Kevin. You like but, Kevin, but I it's hard to match because he tends to be kind of to me a bit reserved. Which in media aren't most rappers kind of was it more drawn? extroverted without them. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. extroverted. He okay. does a reasonable job. You know, step forward when it's time to speak. You know, that's what I like about it. But you know that he doesn't really want that spot, you know. Like okay. That. Okay. That's my surprise. Anyone you're surprised about again? Just Oh, man, there's a bunch that I'm surprised. Just one. Just First of one. all, Chris Webber. Yeah, I almost went there. I almost went there. I know him. I like Chris. I didn't know. I never heard him rap. And, and he's so well-spoken in his job now. After I would like to hear it, but I don't know that. I, I think you, you know. could go find it. I didn't bring the videos, dude, because, you know. I just didn't yeah, want to deal with the issue. So, copyright thing. so okay. So you got Weber. I have Durant. Now we're going to go and see if you're good enough to give me who you think the top three are, and then I'm gonna give you the rankings. Well, Damien's the number one. Number one for you? Yeah. Okay. Shaq actually did a, well because he actually put stuff out there. Right. Two. Okay. Now after that, I'm gonna go with Meta for three. Pretty good. Not not bad. I don't have to guess because I'm the one to pick the list. I'm going to give you in the uh, order of worst to best. Based Ready? on what? One source that ranked them. I okay. can't tell you the source. Okay. The reason why I'm not doing that is because next week I give you what they call the bottom 10. Because it's a 20. It's a group of 20. It's actually more than that, but we can't cover it all. Wow. <laughs> so okay. I'm just giving you the top 10 now. All right, here's the rankings. 20, 20 <laughs> NBA players. Okay, 20 it's NBA more. retired or active. It doesn't matter. That all rap. time. All time. It's an all time. That's and, a lot anyway. And the group is 50 strong. Really? Right. So I'm going to give That's you. impressive. Right. I'm giving you the top 10. To okay. Just, and then I'm going to give you the wow. bottom 10. So hopefully you guys will have some Hope respect. Hope you're not in that middle group. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, here we go. All right. And the order is so funny. 10, rank 10 on this list, Kevin Durant. Rank 9th, Lewis Williams, or Lou Williams. Lance Stevenson is 8th. Joe Smith, who's been in the studio, with a different name now, for as a rapper. Meta World Peace is next. So he's he's in the mid he's in the mid pack. Yeah. Steven Jackson, retired. Man, I didn't know he was in there, man. He's like ranked 5th. Now I have actually more I have more than the um, I have more information about them, but I just can't bring it because I don't have enough time. I got to cover this other stuff. Chris Reber is ranked fourth. I'm blown away. Yeah. Iman Shumpert ranked third. Wow. You're close. Damien is number two. Shaquille O'Neal at this point is still considered the number one. Oh, I think. Oh, what, what, what do you say? What do you say? At least we're there. Yeah, you were good, man. You hit. You hit. Damien made see Damien is the latest and what he's done he just is, had a is, better flow from that commercial that he did where he was baby right dropping so, dimes just dropping dimes and notice in this 
shouldn't Kevin Love be somewhere in the group? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. He's doing something, right? Right. Right, okay. So that's cool. So here's the thing. Will Sha- Shaquille O'Neal go down as the all-time greatest NBA rapper? Or will this, somebody supplant him? I think he may go down to all time because he, you know, he's no, he's is known now. Right, he is known for his rapping. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Now I had to get that out of the way because I just think it's something that's ongoing, and I think the NBA players will all start traversing. And there's another group: who are the best NBA actors? And when I say that, those who transition from NBA to film. Will they be able to do it successfully? Somebody's going to do it. It hasn't been the place where they're stronger at. They're more, their strength is in the music, man. All right. It's time to do NBA trades are in the mist and let's negotiate. And if you need someone to negotiate, what better example to show a bald-headed man giving you that swaglicious, I represent the money. And everybody knows the negotiation is about the money. It's not about anything else. So here's my thing. Show me the money or show me the team. What is the philosophy you go with first, Mario? Show me the money or show me the team? Depends if I'm the player or the... No, no, you're you're the player. Show me the money or show me the team. Some people well, get, sometimes that can, you can get both because if you choose the right team, that actually means money. If you get a champion or someone who goes into the playoffs. Right. So um, I think show me the team because I need the personal satisfaction. Right. And you, you hit the nail on the head. You make more money at a worse team and then you're unhappy. Oh, absolutely. So with that, with that being said, and th- it gets back to best fit because the upper tier players always get to say, Show me the team because they get choices because they know the money's going to be there anyway. But when you're in the mid class or lower, aren't you going to try to get your money? Because you ain't in the top 50 well, that's or 100. That's right? broke you are, you know. But <laughs> broke I still, in the NBA? Well, not broke. So to me, Vic, I think I'd always go for the better team because to me, the money feels differently when you're happy. Right. It just And it's hard to calculate the value that you have to put a price on that. Right. Now, every year, everybody's ascending that the Golden State Warriors, for example, will be the team to deal with for the next three or five years. But those lower-tier players, when you get down to like eighth, the seventh or eighth on the bench, and they tend to launch them because this is their best time to make the money. They're already on a winning team, and if there's ever your stock is going to go up, don't you make your money when you're going, I'll never crack this top five. I will always be on the bench. The best time to negotiate my value and worth is that I'm on a world championship team. So I expect a few of those players from Golden State to go bye-bye. It's about well, the money. Always, well, about the money. That's what we'll see. Okay. The right. choices. Typically, that's what happens. Okay. Right? All right. All right. Because it's usually more the people who on the team weren't getting the big money. That's when they make their jump. Right. True that. True that. Okay, now. We're going to go back to Paul George, Mark, because you have some sentiments about Paul George. And now a three-way multi Everybody wants him more than I do. <laughs> wait a minute. All of my friends. Wait, wait, wait. I have so many people who want to say he should come to one for the Lakers. And I go, that's, that's your choice? Well, okay, I got one for you. Hold on. Hold on. I got one for you. Watch this. This, this is going to work. Better for the Lakers, Carmelo or Paul? Paul. Okay. 
So you would want Carmelo Why less. Why those have to be the choices, though? Because the only two choices I'm giving you. Oh, okay. Because I would be neither <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mark, okay, give me a market candidate right now. I would be going for a big man like a strong forward. LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> yeah, right. In other words, you might, Vic, I don't, know the, I don't know the talent enough, but I just think the – I think, okay, I mean, I know. To me, they're, they're guard-focused. Right, and to me, to me, I would be really think they don't have the, the grunt players hitting the backboards that I would want as a team. They just don't. And I'd go get us. I think they need to get another strong big man rebounder with an inside score game, like well, a Blake Griffin if he actually went inside. Let me say this: Have not the Golden State Warriors and others like them said our best rebounders is our team? It's about well, hustle. They, and they got and, the players and, who right. do that. That's what I'm saying. Right. And they some. don't have that real true center who's starting and crashing the boards. Kevin Durant well, plays well, I, that. I don't, you know, you know me, I don't care about really any of the traditional aspects in the sense of what you fit or don't fit. Right. I want the players that are going to bump it up down low, right. score, and right. score a reasonable amount. Right. It'll be nice if you can count on 12 to 16. Right. At least, you know, it'd be wonderful you can get 16 to 18, but every night, and and somebody with a bunch of gets a bunch of boards, like you know, over fifteen rebounds a night. Right. That's what I'm saying. Something like that. If, okay. How can I think Russell Westbrook and the Golden State Warriors disprove the the the, the myth that you have to be six ten or above to get rebounds? There's one exactly. team. One team is sitting there going, "We team rebound, and we don't have no meat." Honest to bump it. It's an attitude. And, and, and Russell is going, I'm playing point guard, getting rebounds and distributing assists. Am I not good enough to show you guys that at 6'3 or 6'4 max? Because he's really about 6'3. What's the excuse for everybody else? I think he's proving the model that role players can do more than just try to get that role to score. So at this point right now, don't you want people with speed and athleticism or athleticism first and speed? Or do you want the cumbersome, lumbering big man who basically goes, just give me the ball, let me go down low and let me shoot and get beat up maybe a lot? Where speed kills Blake Griffin, for example, no matter how much talent we have, are we looking at him breaking down or is just bad timing, recurring industry, um, injuries, and he keeps having to battle? LeBron uses his legs and speed at the same size or about an inch shorter, but is surviving through the years, taking a lot of punishment. And he's even admitted about a year or so ago, the two people who get the most punishment is Blake and himself. So notice where Blake is and where LeBron is right now. Well, that that affects who you choose. The brother on Houston, I forgot his name, the forward on Houston, Mm. who was given, in other words... There's a cup. Houston specifically to me, right? Had a number of young players. Oh yeah, the young ones. Yeah, I that were coming about. in. Before I forgot the guy's name. Uh, I know. I know. That was about. you know that was one of the people about. I would say. Why can't we get folks like this? Right. They were scoring and playing the hell of defense. Right. You know, doing that kind of thing. So let and me ask you this: That's what the Lakers need. They don't have. In, see, to me, those kind of people give your team a certain vibe, energy, and gut check. Right. And they, they, they to me, they're still soft. Do they? And everybody they add is, is a finesse. Right. And, and still on the softer side to me. Right now, look, is it, I, I heard Lou Williams speak about the comparison of the team versus the team he's on now, Houston. He says, it, "Look, 
These are just young guys. They're trying to find their way. And so when you're trying to find your way, that's like you, Mario, sitting up there going like this. I put in all these years. I've already found the recipe. And the rest of them are scatterbrained going all over the place. And then they have to look at you and say, well, how come they're not being organized to a philosophy? Isn't that the coaching? Isn't that ownership? Right, Is that, that's just and leadership. Lou, right. And Lou has to still make a decision about going, look, obviously my presence here is not making them turn around because that's not my role. I'm a sixth man. That's my role. He even admitted, he says, I am a sixth man MVP, winning the sixth man of the year. That's my role. He said, I set my role. But then you got the five guys. Who's going to come on that team and be the core? Because they're all young minds. Well, that's part of coaching. That's part of how, you, you know, you either do it or you don't. Some right. of them do it better than others. And certainly that revolves. Uh, Antonio's personality is a little more lazy. It's a little more. Right. So right. there it goes. You know, that is the philosophy that's that's handed down. That's true. So that's the way it's going to be. Kind true. of. So, you know, um, it's it's okay. They still get the physicalness. Right. My point being that the, the type of player that they have to me right. was where the Lakers could do a lot better. Like I said, they they need to have a little more toughness. True, I agree. And and not so. I don't mind finesse, but you got to have the it's, you know, like Golden State. You got to be able to back the finesse up Absolutely. with something hard. And well, you know what? The biggest thing that they say about the Golden State Warriors is. And they were asking these questions this morning. He says, it's a simple recipe. Can you bring a bunch of stars to the team and they all play roles? When everybody knows most of the NBA players are basically going like, I'm playing, I'm the star. Well, and, like you, and, and that, and that t- tends to be the thing that fractures the team environment. Well, you said it's a simple recipe, but nobody ever makes it right. Right. Because we have, we have a list of teams that were wonderful as assortments and they came together that performed horribly. And the Lakers the Lakers has one or two of them. So Okay, wait a minute. Let's let's we in LA, man. We gotta show that we You gonna go to a Laker game, man? Oh no. What about Clipper game? I can't afford it. What about free tickets? Which game oh, would you I'll go, go to? To who first? Whom's which team? Lakers. Okay. All right. I got you. Right. Now, you know, for now. For now, until otherwise. Well, like I said, the Clippers have some issues, too. All right. Okay. Which we're about but to get to. They got Jerry West. Well, let's go and roll down. Let's, let's, let's scroll up, I'm sorry, to that next uh, display, because you hit the nail on the head. Yo, Steve Ballmer, we opt out, meaning opting out of their contract through next year, which means puts them on the market, free agents. Everybody says... It's a money thing, which is normal because Kevin Durant, did, the, I believe, did the same thing. Or someone similar did the same thing. He's opting out so they can get that enriched contract. The question is, Mario, will both of them stay a Clipper? Ne- maybe neither. Chris Paul, I think if he, there, there, there's other choices for him if he wants to run at a championship. Right. If San Antonio's he, a good fit for him. True. Do you believe that's the best fit? As opposed to who? That's my point. Because, you know, yeah, what, I think for him, that's the best this. fit. What about him, Cleveland? The, what about Cleveland? Ooh. I, I don't think Cleveland's going to want that. You haven't heard the talk. The two teams is talking the most. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. How, I don't think that's what Cleveland need, really. They need LeBron. Kyrie's not your traditional point guard. He's a scoring guard. He's like a Westbrook, right? 
And they've already done the numbers and analytics. They said whenever he's I on. think people play different ways depending upon how they coach. He's not a distributor. So to me, to me, the coach can, if you have, let's say you go to a team where you have to play a role. Then we can judge you on the basis of how you do that, right. but you make a determination to make that effort. That's the part that is the variable to me you never know. Right. I'm sure early in their career when they were asked to do different things, that when they did them, they didn't fail at them. Okay, It had to do with the attitude they bring right. and their willingness to try. So right. it's not like Kyrie can't play no. any kind of point guard. He can play every kind. If he no, 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 no. They're not talking about that. They're saying the analytics don't lie. They're saying but when it comes to assist and he's weak on defense, so you compare Chris Paul to Kyrie. Far scoring, yeah, Kyrie. I don't think that helps us. But the other out. team essentials, that's where Chris comes yeah, in. Yeah, and remember to me, again, statistics are a reflection of coaching philosophy. They're specifically a reflection. If you take a player and tell him shoot all the time, right. all of a sudden he has different statistics than if you tell him pass all the time. Yeah, but he's, that's not happening. That's I mean, not we happening. don't know how he's being coached. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, all I'm saying is that different coaches use different players differently. That's why you can leave a team and suddenly go wild like Harden did right. because it's a different coaching. So I don't know. I don't see how adding him to Cleveland helps them. If their goal is to beat Golden State, right. that, I'm, I, I'm hard pressed to see how that's. Yeah, you, you don't see the future, you're saying? No. No, okay, I understand. Well, let's take it over to the next subject. Let's roll up to the next display and, and let's say the market for next year. Everybody's positioning. And the answer is simply, come west. The likelihood that either one of those players, LeBron or Russell Westbrook, come for Russ further west or LeBron west, period. Because he has to look at the future of some other things he has in his career and, and that he's working on. Will LeBron stay in Cleveland next two or three years? Versus Russell staying OKC for the next two or three years. Well, I don't see the issue with LeBron is that there's every team he would go to is going to be a drop off to me. Right. So I don't see him leaving Cleveland. Cleveland needs surgical adjustment. Right. Again, not a sledgehammer. Right. So they were in the finals. So True. To me, when you're in the finals, you don't need to just totally disassemble the team. You just proved that you were good. Right. You made it to the finals. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. I don't understand that. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, for one, Cleveland doesn't need that. Right. So, he, he, they, they need to look at what they do. They only are trying to beat one other team. That's what. That's why it's so amazing. They can beat everybody else. Right. They're only trying to beat one other team. So, that's a different question. That's a different philosophy. Right. And you may not be able to do that simply by adding or subtracting players. It may have to do with an attitudinal thing, but I don't know for, for LeBron. He stays where he wants. He stays where? So let me just say Russell, this. Russell, I don't know. <laughs> See, he has, I think the same thing. I think he stays I think he stays where he is for the same reason because OKC is an example of a team to me that when you add the, a few elements back, they're now a contender again. But they gave, up, they gave up their elements, and it totally went. Yeah, they can learn from that, it, and they can add people to this team. How long do you want him to learn? Well, I don't see him going anywhere that's a better situation for him. Okay. So we just okay, so back for both to both of them. I for both of them, my first point is I don't see better situations. Neither one. Neither one. The better situation may be as as it re- pertains to a championship. Yes, Cleveland, why would you 
that team only needs to fortify one or two pieces. How about right? Because right. they're not going to trade Westbrook to Golden State, right? Okay? But but but, so, but but LeBron who, who? LeBron doesn't have to work on an NBA championship. He's got his, and he probably will not attain the greatest as it relates to being not undefeated in NBA championships like Michael Jordan. So to me, he's clearing a path about where he's going. Russell. But I mean, that's to seek a championship. Well, but I'm only saying this. I mean, well, I mean are the you, are you the, saying he's not trying to get another no, championship? No, I said that there's a different feeling when you haven't won no well, championship. No, and you have a team that you're looking at going like this. We had offense. We lost players. I stepped up and did a lot more, and they are weaker. And in the draft, we don't have a position. So we have to wait for ownership for Russell to negotiate bringing more players, not just one here. How far away are we from competing again? It really looks like. And when you look at OKC, they said they really need some offense and not just one person. Yeah, so you I, wait. Think, I think they are substantially different with two people, but three would be wonderful. Okay. And I think Cleveland has the same thing. They can try to swap out two of the le- two of the lesser productive people if they can get somebody right. with more scoring Absolutely. and good defense. Right. And if they can get that. I don't know who that would be. And let me just say this. This is why it's I, not Paul George. <laughs> watch this. No, wait a minute. Watch this. Because the cap has now it's a larger ceiling, there's more money to spend. Right now there are players looking at their ownership saying, are you going to play ball now? you going to try to make this team win? Or are you going to be like, oh, well, you know what? This is just as far as we go. So I think you're going to see a lot of negotiation process and moving because people now get more money available to spend. Uh, there's somebody to me who's under the radar who may make a big difference because he just doesn't get talked about, and that's Gordon Hayward. Because the Utah Jazz, of course, are having to deal with the Celtics wanting to pull Hayward over to the Celtics. I believe he's under the radar. I think if he goes to Boston, because the style and the way he plays will have a bigger impact. But is it big enough to knock off the Cavaliers? No. Well, why doesn't why, – see, this is what I'm saying. These are the kind of players I like. Why don't the Cavaliers go for him? I swear, I, hey, that's a trade of well, – he's about the same as Kevin Love, same size, close no, to – No, don't trade Kevin Love. How about somebody but the, else? But all the trades are – Involving Kevin Love. No, I would try to find another way. Trade some draft picks, whatever. Right. No. <laughs> you no, keep Trevin Love. And There's try. certain people on the team. Remember, my thing is you replace two of the people. You upgrade in the areas that were more average. Okay. That's not – I don't want – to me, that's the exact reason why the teams don't get better. They get rid of their good stuff for something that's maybe questionably better. Right. That's just a terrible philosophy of improvement. You might as well kept the other player who worked within your system and you knew. Three players. Which one do, goes to Cleveland if it was your choice? Carmelo, Paul, or Gordon? Gordon. Gordon. Okay, youth. Youth serves all, man. Under no circumstances, Carmelo. <laughs> right, right. I know what you're saying, but that's where that's no, where he Cleveland's doing, going. He doesn't bring enough defense. It's nice to think of that offense at right. times when LeBron is off the floor, right? Because I don't think it helps LeBron on the floor. To tell you okay. the truth, okay, at all, not at all. Okay, so uh, I would rather I say Carmelo under no sir. Paul George would be possibly a good fit at Cleveland. Yes, he would. Yes, he okay. would, and I and I think if Paul is thinking, of yeah, that not, would be a good fit for both he, of them. He, his home base is out here, up near Lancaster or somewhere up in that area. This is his home base, but 
I walking don't know. into Cleveland would make them really right. stronger. I don't know if it would take them over the edge. Of That's what I'm saying. But it would be. I'm with you. It would take them closer that they want. Right. I still think they're one player away. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it may be replacing Jr. Even though he played well in the playoffs. Yeah, not as good as the prior champion. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So yeah. I'm looking at Shumbert and Jr. Right. To be replaced on Cleveland if. They don't warrant too much because part of this is the team's philosophy is now pay, right? Or pay or right? Because you're leveraging, going like I'm on a championship team. I went to the championship. All right, we're going to go over to Ice Cube's uh, wonderful event. That's re- the reviews now are the big three professional three on three basketball kicked off this weekend, and they had a wonderful time. And the thumbs up for what they're doing. Now, if you like to see some overweight players. In comparison to their professional careers, now it doesn't mean they're fat. It just means that they're heavier. Well, they no, but yeah, but the big well, three, right? and they got a four-point shot. So that and the half court is bigger than you think, and it's not as small as what you and I. I, I like the idea. I'm going like to go it watch. Oh no, I can't wait. Either. I haven't seen it. I'm going to go. But what should we really prepare for? Lloyd's of London should be actually getting a lot more requests for insurance because what happens when you have older players? playing half court the first thing that happens somebody goes down who's the first one to go down jason williams let's roll that picture to the nexus he's the first casualty on half court already injured so here's my point three well, that's one of the things they all older right, right. So. you know like in basketball no offense last time i played i played my ankle and i was just shooting layups <laughs> right so, so I, I tell you you can't keep playing it big you can't you and I know it's like Wait, it's that it's that up minute. and down dude. trauma on the knees and ankles that is the issue, dude. I'm I'm saying that maybe the hips are not ready for it no more either. Let me say this, okay, Mario. Here's here's the number. How many injuries do we see in the first month? You see a bunch. <laughs> Wait a minute, a Iverson. Iverson is only going to play spot time. He's not going to play full time. Because he's doing coaching at the same time. That's a good reason. <laughs> Use that. Use that for everybody. Right. right. Everybody coach some, then you can sit your ass down. Right. How about a five-minute limit of play? Yeah, right. Now, let me ask you this. You have to sit down. Add that. Should, should the big three be on at least a secondary ESPN or major sports channel, or are they just waiting? They're I just can't. waiting, but if, it, if they're good enough, they'll get it. They'll get it? Okay. They're, we know they're looking for alternative stuff. And right. This has got the right names even behind it anyway. Surprised they didn't already get it. Right. But maybe because they're dubious about the producers XYZ. Let me tell you what I think they should do to actually ramp up the promotion on this, you guys. I mean, you guys have to really think outside the box. I think all the NBA players, the former ones, should all play with their shirts off. I think that'll... Oh, that'll be... I make everybody throw up. So this is my point. This is my point. You want to stimulate a market, have them play with all their shirts off. That's good. And then WNBA, too. <laughs> all right, now that's my new new sports, dude. I'm done. <laughs> I, you know, shake the world, man. Don't you think people want to see them in the Raw? Like I said, nothing like man tits. That's, oh, not, that's not what I was talking but about. But you new sports trying to show you some man tits. You guys, Tune in. Right, Victor, let them know how you think. It's a recurring segment. Morning Cup with Mario Show. Victor Allen's new to sports. Fan base in his view. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. How come they don't have cheerleaders, man? What happened to the cheerleaders? Should we get older cheerleaders for the big three? 
season cheerleaders. No comment from Mario. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm saying this. If you're going to have a sport, I want some cheerleaders, man. Well, that's what we need, some guys with their shirts on. Okay, look, man. Stimulate the crowd. All right. As per our protocol, we have to reset ourselves for the Facebook. Everybody at Facebook, we're headed to part four, the final part of the show, the final segment, the hot picks. Coming up, I have 60 seconds to make that transition. There you go. I'm heading to it. Stopping the Facebook stream. Realigning the stars at the same time. I think we're back. Double check the Facebook feed. That's right, we get ready. This is part of the Facebook integration that we cut the show up to into four segments. Coming up now on the Hot Picks segment. Thank you, all the Facebook folks. Thank you for tuning in. You had your news and other shit. That's right, it was time for hot picks. That's right, get your robe open. It's that time. Making that transition. Welcome, folks.
here we are. Another day, another time, another grind, you guys. Hey, um, you know what? I'm switching it up. We're taking you from sports and taking you over to the last segment of the day. If you saw me behind me on my social media running crazy, because that's what I was doing. I was running crazy. Um, we got a unique perspective here. But last week, for those of you who are probably tuning in, I did not get to give you the actual hot picks due to some technical difficulties. So I have to follow up with this week because it was posted at the website. But I am going to do a special recognition first. And while we do that, you'll understand why. Because I don't want to be held accountable for not giving recognition for a certain event that occurred last night. That's the biggest when it comes to entertainment. Mario, did you not want to show up for... BET Awards last I night. I would. I'm you, looking at Latoya. <laughs> right. So, so what I'm doing is this. So you guys understand. Cardi. There's a special recognition going down because I have to give you a little taste of the BET Awards. It's, it's just me saying, hey, let me honor the event. It happened last night. Want a chance to rapper? Hey, big ups to you. Bruno Mars, big ups. They, they really were looking forward to getting their awards. They did. Chance is blown away because he's at 24 and getting something that says he's not more than just a rapper. He's inspiring and he's humbled all day long and I appreciate that. But, you know, there is this thing called scandalous. So what we're going to do real quick here, hopefully within five minutes, is just recognize who we thought were the scandalous outfits, specifically women. And are they or are they not? And then I'm going to go into my next segment, which is the one I was supposed to cover last week. Mario, did you... Get to gander a little bit at those. That Man, person. I'm ready. Okay, right off hand, I'm just showing you what I call, to me these are tame, but they actually are defining these as scandalous attire and outfits. That's Black China, Latoya Luckett. Latoya don't look like Latoya back in the day, and Cardi B. I I just see I I believe that scandalous is just hype. And for my whole thing, I, I just want you to look at those three and tell me, which one of these women would you proudly, Mario, rank first to third, go over and introduce to your mother, dressed the way they are? Who's your number one <laughs> between these three right now? Well, and, and the names are not in order, so no. I would say Latoya Luckett. Number one, right? Yes. Number one. Number two. Uh, I, know, I, know what he I do it. I do it. So wait a minute. So... I'm not taking black. China wait, you, wait a minute. You're not, wait a minute. You're not taking black. China. Why not? Well, I can't introduce her with that name. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait I, can't, I can't introduce her with that name. So if you change your name and the outfit is cool. I'm just saying, Ma, this is Black China. <laughs> That's it, right? And I'm brother to the night. Hey, okay. All right. You're brother to the night. See, this is what I'm saying. Are these scandalous outfits more period? Yes or no? Uh... Yeah, but I can see Latoya's at least has some classiness. Yes, too, she does. Yes, yes, she does. I don't the see the rest of them are more provocative. Right, right. Even it, though Cardi, all they have to do is bring in the cleavage a bit, just a bit. Right, right. And it's okay. Latoya, there's some, there's some, there's some flow there. I like that. So, more, I'm right along with you. The rankings the same, but like I said, special recognition right now. I still have two more. Let me see if Mario would take the next lady in line. Let's take it over to actress Nefessa Williams. How about Nefessa Notice a different style. 
notice it's more flow that that hourglass flow, so to speak. Now, nice body. Right. You take her over to Toya Luckins. Forget it. Uh, depends what I'm taking her to. <laughs> You're going to take her to your mama. To meet oh, her. no. You're not going to take her to no. your mama to meet Come on. I take her to the pad. <laughs> wait a minute. Take her to the crib. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Take her to the crib. You would be on red carpet with her if they invited you, right? I would. You're right. And she said, I would like take to meet. Take it to the grid. And she says, I would love to Can't meet. Can't take anybody to mom's <laughs> titties, titties <laughs> out. She said, I would. <laughs> Can't have the titties out to be moms. Moms will say, but her titties are out. Wait a minute, man. <laughs> I know, mom. She said, son, I <laughs> told you. She's Wait, like, she'd be like, Mama, I think a girl like that to my mother's house, she'd be like, now, son, I told you. Right. Boy, you always, oh, I thought you'd do better. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wonder, I thought you knew better. Wait, wonder if your mama sat there and said, Mario, what's like your platform? You do what you do. Remember, she endorsed you. Well, what if your mama introduced you? Your mom said, come on, I want you to meet somebody. You're right. like, oh, no. Right. Oh, hell no. But right. he said, okay, ma, I'll just come over. Right. And then that's who walks out. Right. Now you, Damn. It's totally different. Mom, okay. She doesn't really dress like that, but they're doing a photo shoot in the yard. Okay. Let me just bump up to number two. Yeah. Okay. The bumps up. Her name is a little hard to say. But right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, Just today. Today. Wahoo. All right. Let's go to the last special recognition as we move on to the other segment. Tommy Lee. Is that... Right up your lane, man. That, that's that style. Nah, I pass. <laughs> Why you passing, man? I pass. That was for you, Vic. That was for you. Something for you. What's wrong with... No, it, nothing it, it wrong. wrong. <laughs> it's for you. It's for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's for Vic. It's <laughs> Tommy Lee. That was for Vic. Okay. Sometimes you, you got to pass. Sometimes you got to pass. Wait a minute. Would you, wa- would you walk with her on the red carpet? Yeah, I walk with her on the red carpet. Okay. I walk with them, yeah. Yeah, okay, you all day. You all day. Look, anybody that's bold to come out and show you all that lace. I ain't taking a mama. <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't even her ask. titties out I'm, again. Okay. No one goes with their titties out. <laughs> right, right. Hers is not next. Mama, you, mama you, she said, you've been smoking that shit again. <laughs> okay. <Duh. laughs> okay. Hey, what's up, Ray? I see you. Talk to you soon. Okay, hey, what's up, Kels23? All right, this is it. This special recognition, I just want to let you know, who's the most scandalous outfit of the ones I showed you, Mario? It's real easy. This one so far. It's so far, Tom, Tommy Lee. Yeah. That's it. Okay, good. Hey, you guys, I just had to do a special recognition. Now I'm going to take you to the <laughs> next group that I was supposed to cover uh, last week, which is Brains and Beauty, America versus the World. And the only reason why I'm doing this, and it's still tame, because p- politics is political hotness. We're going to find out how do politicians from other countries, specifically females, stack up to politicians in America. And I do believe that there's a certain conservative sway that tends to impact people's decisions versus what they actually see. Is there a double standard? Can you be political? There's always there's a triple standard. <laughs> However, right. I will do my best, Vic. Right. To remain unbiased. Right. And uphold the hot picks honor code. Yeah, thank you. So, and there's an honor code. Right. Now, Mario, much as I usually embrace everybody voting on this, because we are specific in time, this is just going to be a 10-9 score. Let me inhale. <laughs> okay. 
and a 10-9 score, I get to vote in it too because I don't have to chase everybody else. So the rest of you guys can vote on it on Facebook, on Instagram, do whatever you like. But this is for Mario and I specifically. We're going to go over to what I believe is the country that is getting a lot of bad press for obvious reasons that deal with, of course, our, cur- our current president. Her name is Elena Kabeva. She is the deputy in the Russian state Duma. Wow. That's a politician. Wow. That's a politician. So I just want you to understand. Is that a B cup? Mario, you, you, you need to clear your throat, bro. Mario wants you to believe it's the smoke. It's not. It's that picture. It's that picture. Save me $10. Yes, save you 10 All right. It's simple, Mario. 10-9 score. They need to get a 10. They get 10. All right. I'm just letting you guys know. Even for a thin girl. Uh, she gets a 10. Yeah. Get a 10 for me. It, it, yeah. Look, if you can be a politician look like this, yeah. in Amer- would she be slammed in America if she was... Oh, yes, 10. Yeah, all day. I hope right? the Facebook audience is appreciating this shit. <laughs> this true. She looks hot. Okay. We're going to go over to the next. I'm going to speed through this because, you guys, there's always a part two to this. There's always a part two. Next is the Italian Minister for Equal Opportunity. Her name is Maria Rosaria. Carfania. Wow. Do you see? So far. Classy. That's right. So far. I like the haircut, B cup. Absolutely. Like the legs. Now, I'm not her best features. True. Nine. Oh, you're going nine on that one, huh? Just because she has that look. I'm not easy, Vic. I'm not easy. Uh, yeah, I know that. I'm going 10 on you this. You got to work for me, Vic. I got to go 10 on this one because still, you don't see too many politicians. Remember, politically, that's so you already got us locked in. <laughs> right. This is some fascist ass voting shit. That's right. Nine I got you. That's nine. right. You don't, don't get eight tears. You don't get eight tears. You're just being southern that your That's pictures right. are eight. Well, I'm working the back of my stuff here. Okay. All right. Gonna keep, keep going. Let's go on to the next. Oh. Oh. Let's just. Oh, this is this is good. You know, when your name is Kelly, your first name must be Christine. If you're Christine, you're the you're the superior council of audiovisual in France, or French. Got some pecs. Okay, so smile. And I might have to say this. She looks athletic. These pictures, they're not supposed to represent the current date time year. This is when you're a politician. You're a politician. Yes, uh, yes, I see. Okay, so following parliamentary procedure. There you go. All right, let's see. She's nice. She sure is. Nine. Oh, Mario goes nine. I forgot Mario's not really into the... Uh... I gave her a nine. <laughs> you only have choice, nine. You're right. Wait, I'm going to go... See, I'm easy today, ten. See, mm, I'm, 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 I'm distinctly <laughs> not easy. I'm easy, man. I'm easy. You know what? She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's and beautiful. She's a, and she's a politician. Eights are beautiful to me. All right. So, so, so notice the first three women are not from America. Let's go to the next. The next is our first, as you relate to the USA. We have Elizabeth Halseth, Nevada State Senator. Now, there you go, Mark. Nevada State She's Senator. She's the cutest round-the-way girl. Yeah, oh, there you go. So you're looking at White it. version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, she's cute. Nine. Not, go nine. I'm going nine with you, man. Nine. Yeah, so far. Nine. So so far. So 
Yeah. yeah. Go and help them out for a second. Yeah, that's man. good. That way you can get your robe open. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right now, I did. Um, I actually kind of flipped some names here, so I have to apologize because I didn't get to correct it fast enough. And I should. Well, I ain't showing the name, no way. Yeah. I, well, it's not the point. I won't be able to give you the correct name, so we're gonna oh. go past the next one because okay, past the next. Yeah, just pass it. Okay. Just, just forget about it. Don't even worry about it. Ooh, really? I know, and she looks great, don't she? She looks well, great. We know she's in politics somewhere. <laughs> you just want to see her with politics. That fine red bone ass. Right, she's in politics. She's what is she Latina or just black mixed with something? Yeah, yeah she's oh, she, Latina, yeah, yeah. Rosaria Cafagna. No, but that's not her because I already gave her uh, wrong me. name. But right. she's a fine mofo. Woody, Woody, Woody. Ooh, ooh, okay. Michelle Obama. Roll it up, bro. <laughs> I'm, I want you to be careful when you give your score. Yeah, I'm already out back to drive with something in front. Nine. Oh, you about to get hit. Nine. Ten. I'm going ten, man. You trying to get favor? Oh no, I'm not trying to get favor. Nine. Okay, watch this, Mario. Watch this. Name the latest. I hate to be obvious because I am, but you seen the back of a politician that looks like that? No. And you will give her a nine. Yeah. <laughs> That's See? a little big for me. Mario, I think you, I think I you, mean I'm only giving a nine because you made us nine or ten. <laughs> it wouldn't be nine <laughs> if I didn't give it. So It'd if I like gave eight, if, so you would give her eight. Yeah. You know, you guys send all your emails. That's all right. Send them to, to Mario. Bit. Send it to Mario. Hey. <laughs> Used to hate it till I ate it. All right. All right. We're going to take you on up because I already dropped my ten. Okay. I th- this is going to be great. Sarah Palin. <laughs> The titty look good. Oh, Mario, why don't you look at the whole outfit, man? Okay. Yeah, I mean, just just judge the outfit. Why do you have to hone in on the other stuff? I can't see that much. Uh, we didn't need the rest of the outfit. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. Mario only gave now, one I judge it by these pictures. I'll give her a nine. Mario went nine. Again. The titties look good. All nines. It looks healthy. Uh, Michelle, I gave my 10. I'm going to give her a 9. You reason why I give her a 9? I don't want to be encouraged by just seeing that side angle like that. That's not right. I, I've said for years she's one of, she would be one of the more fun politicians to spend an evening eating and drinking. Oh, I think her persona yeah, is I definitely one of the more fun. Oh, really. yeah, I think Even so. Even when you differ with her politically. Yeah. I bet you could enjoy hanging out with her. Okay. True. True that. Now watch what we're going to do here. Right, be about that. <laughs> right. What we're going to do this is two parts because there is just two categories I want to cover. We're going to go back to the top, and you're going to give me the your best of the Europeans, or let's just say what well, our name was one of my best. Yeah, you can't use it because I think I flipped the name incorrectly. That's okay. Oogie boogie boogie. <laughs> okay. Booga, right. booga booga. Okay. You're only going to hit. None of the Americans. Just Alina Kabaeva. Okay, that's your 10, Mario. That's my 10. So that's your best one, right? Right now. That's it. So you can see the others. Maria here. Rosaria Carfagna. Right. And then you got Christine Kelly. Christine Kelly. And, and then you have, you, you, you're going to... Elizabeth Halson. And then you skip then over this skip one. over this one. She's the baddest one there. <laughs> you skip so over. So actually, she's my favorite. Dick <laughs> fucked up her name. Wait a minute, man. But that's my favorite, so I don't <laughs> no, know. No, wait a minute. This is my 10. 
Whatever she is, unnamed you know what? lady. You know what? Ten. Wait a minute. Let me say this. Better. Than, I'm sorry. Oh, I love you, Michelle, but oh, better than you, Michelle. You are better than Sayers, so, Aaron. So wait a minute. So right now, wait a minute, Mario. I'm for this. One. No, no. You only are voting for those that are not USA. Whatever. So so vote for the best USA. USA. America. Go to. Elizabeth Halsett, go to Michelle Obama and Sarah no, Who's no. the best out of those three? Michelle, then Sarah. Or that's close to <laughs> Sarah. Michelle, then Sarah. It's Michelle, then Sarah. And then you did a Elizabeth, good job. Then Elizabeth. Okay, you did a good Look, well, I still say this, babe, right here. Whoever you are. But you know what? Your bad self. <laughs> See, you know I'm what? thinking wifey. You I'm know thinking what about doing? the children. Mario's doing this, you guys, so you can understand. I'm fantasizing. He likes safe women who are not really putting their stuff out there. This looks safe. <laughs> so this looks he, safe, though. She looks like homely. She looks loving homely, and sexy. Conservative. She's going to cook, be fine every day, smell good. I'm thinking about my children. <laughs> right. She looks like wifey. I don't think she's going to bump the cats. Come on, baby. Let's make some, <laughs> make some, make some eggs. She ain't going to bump the cats. Sorry. Hey, you guys, that's it. This is supposed to be a fun segment. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that was a good one. Hot picks. Oh, God. Hot oh, picks. Lord have mercy. Hot. Man, I think Michelle Obama's watching. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Morning Cup with Mario. Second <laughs> show of the season. Remember... That wonderful Facebook integration, Twitter, Periscope integration, we're doing extreme social media. And also, remember, we're going to be here tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock for the quiet storm, return of summer sexy. Okay, I got some sexy summers, some good music. Be here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, 420 friendly. Friday night, the Friday night agenda, Marl's Magic Mixtape, new format featuring all free music that you can download right from the site. During the show, followed by the award-winning I, Victor, featuring Miko's Challenge Self. That's Friday night. I want to thank you guys. It's been great. Be safe. We say to all the Kaiser folks, Aurora, all the folks everywhere, PMC, Michael Carlin, all y'all. Peace. First off, I'm not your regular dude. I bust moves like a young MC. Yeah, sort of that will be me. I've been thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some more love to the lawyer and the play. What can I say? I'm a leader to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth, but somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball game. I mean, that man on the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to right the wrongs of my past world. So let me walk this off my list like my name is Earl. Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Les. Do you remember Rap City? It is your unless. I'm looking at the front door, that's the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it Why you brag about it, I've been doing so low Making my money, screw the situation I'm individual, nobody's got my name I was spitting when you was a kid You doing what I did, you know I still got it Why you brag about it, I've been doing so low Making my money, screw the situation I'm individual, nobody's got my name Tribal shit along here. 
like my raps, but really I write songs. I like to do it like this once in a while to show some versatility and make you all smile. It's been a long time coming, I know I feel it too. The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through. With my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I anoint the pen and pad. I face the bad head on escape inside the music. See my diaries, a song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again into the studio. I feel I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. I'm a lot of fun, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars, can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? I pass on your gold in stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do all what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do all what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. So there you go. Alexa, Bam. begin playlist, broadcast transition two.